and we're a Panay podcast to magically disappoint your parents. Uh, this is a special episode of Just Me and My Mom. And uh, just right now, she's folding my laundry because I'm living with her. Um, and this is the last week I'll be living with her. So say hi, Mom. Hello. <laughs> She's um, pretending to be shy right now because she speaks all day. So I'm hoping we'll get through this um, cute interview about my uh, stay here and our relationship. As many of you listeners know, this show is inspired by my mom's endearing um, nickname for me, Bruja. So um, here goes. You ready, Mom? She's really Bruja. <laughs> Okay, so um, my first interview question to my mom is, what happened to you where I had to move in this um, past month and a half? Okay, uh, I had a major surgery. Um, they took my gallbladder, and I was at the hospital, Sunrise Hospital, for about a week. Uh during this pandemic, go to the hospital, uh, according to the doctor. If I waited like two more days, I'll be dead. Man, I'm glad we're able to be on the other side of that difficult time. Because, uh, yeah, I didn't know what would happen. So what did you learn about yourself in the process of um, getting hurt and healing um, this past month and a half? I think uh, <laughs> being a nurse, okay, uh, especially with this, what's going on, this pandemic, um, sometimes we tend to forget to take care of our own self. Mm. And uh, even the doctor recommended or suggested for me to go to the hospital. I didn't really listen. I was like sort of hard-headed and thinking I can cure myself. Mm -hmm. And most times your luck is you do, you are able to cure yourself, but uh, yeah, this one was something we couldn't oh, predict. This is like big time. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've been holding the pain right. for about three days mm -hmm. before I, yeah, before I decided to to really go to the emergency and seek uh, what a speedy medical attention. Right, right. It was um, it was scary. It was scary because um, my mom went missing. She uh, took an Uber, which yeah. many people do. That's that's the beginning when I really uh, feel the pain for the first time. Right, and she endured it the next day until she asked me to drive her to urgent care, her urgent care, to get some antibiotics. And, um, you know, she tried to hack it out on Sunday, but um, we had to go to urgent care one more time to take her to ER. So and that's uh, like a Monday. Right. And in this entire process, she had to take three COVID tests because of the um, time that we're in, the difficult time. So... A lot of people are hesitating to get medical help because they're scared of catching COVID in the hospitals, right, Mom? Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's why I waited. I wait. I even waited for that result to come back, and I was just lucky because it 
you know, result was negative. Right. And so here at home, we were just kind of playing tag. Like yeah. if we're out, if we're touching something, we'll wipe something, we'll hide yeah. in the room. Um, every time we were waiting back for those test results. So it was a kind of stressful time for me and you because you were worried I would catch whatever you yes. may have. Um, so that was a lot that we learned in the process. What did you learn about me this month and a half? Okay. Um... Besides hating my fashion, <laughs> my mom always pulled down my shirt to um, hide my belly. That, that uh, my daughter can, uh, can really take care of me. I mean, you don't need to be a nurse to tend to your, um, you know, your relatives, especially your parent. So that's good advice, mom. Um, yeah, and you know, I think prior to this, my mom really thought of me as a small child. So yes. um, to really lean on us is a is an act of trust. My mom mm -hmm. carries the family. I mean, um, you know, she's divorced, and my dad still wonders if she took his keys. <laughs> <laughs> she lives like like 20 miles away from him so um she carries a lot she carries a lot for our family um so what did you learn um about us our relationship mom oh it's really 100 percent um what's this what do you call that uh, a mother-daughter relationship like you know uh we we really had a good bonding mm -hmm. we shares our secrets um what else and i really trust you 100 percent for a good caregiver um yeah that's being very nice and generous you know um yes. even even if my mom says all those things you know she still takes care of me in small ways around the house you know uh, i mean right now she's folding the laundry because she wants my laundry to be specific because she wants something to do yes um, I've, been, I've, I've been like I'm getting bored so I, I look for something to do right so her like you know being a nurse you're always uh, in a fast paced mood so like those first three weeks when my mom really wouldn't move you know I was very worried because um, would she be the same would she you know come out of this I mean a lot has changed too since removing the gallbladder her taste has changed her um, level of appetite has changed. You know, she dropped a bunch of weight. Um, so to see her move around speed-wise or even have the drive to do things is a huge improvement, and it's the mom that I knew. But, you know, I do want to recognize that my mom does need to install rest, so I don't bother her when she tries to watch her million of Hallmark movies. Oh, um, yeah. Even uh, though I think... I've been, I've been watching Hallmark... Uh, what's this? Christmas... Hallmark movies on a summer. Right, all, all and summer. Then, and then when I'm done with the Hallmark uh, Christmas movies, I, I'm now on the Valentine's movies. Right. So, um, yeah, I think for me, what I learned about us is that we're very similar in a sense. You know, my mom, I'll be working on the laptop and she'll go into a long story with jokes and laughing. Mm -hmm. And I remember I we do... We had the, so much fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I remember I do the same thing with Koi. Or sometimes my mom, um, when she's so engrossed in a show, she'll rush her partner's conversation. She's in a long-distance relationship, so she'll rush that conversation and then go back to her show. And I do that with, you know, with Koi, my husband as well. So it's very funny to see my mom um, 
beyond the nurse than I know that she is or the strong uh, bossy lady that I know she is and that she's a very like clumsy and goofy person so I was like I don't know, I just, before I think staying with you, I thought like, I'll never be able to amount to the woman that you are. And I realized we're actually the same woman in a lot of respects. Like, you know, we try to be cheap where we try to be cheap. Yes. Um, you know, <laughs> she if she buys like new clothes and she wants to try it right away, you know, I remember I bought Koi shoes and I'm like, can you try your shoes on right away? And I know that my mom sometimes when she's mean, it's a sign of affection too, because um yeah like she will ride me um <laughs> as soon as i wake up and uh, as soon as i go to bed and and whatnot so it's been kind of funny to see and interact with somebody who's the older version of me um in a lot of ways what do you think about that mom yes that's right yeah so uh, my next question is what are some of the funny memories um that you can recall that have happened <laughs> since we've uh, been living together. Funny memories. I think everything is fun. Yeah, it really is. There's yeah. sometimes I told her like I was going to write every day like what and I almost I ran out of space because there's too many funny things like one morning my mom um, she got like the those week in Las Vegas we get these casino um, promotion papers and they had three winners <laughs> on the front cover. That's a classic one. <laughs> and my mom. <laughs> Um, she, she, she didn't eat all her breakfast. She had just made breakfast. We're both woozy from waking up. And she turns to me like, Jean, look at this is a family of gamblers. They all have one as their last name. And really, um, getting past waking up, it, it, these people were of three different ethnicities and they were not Asian at all. And I was like, mom, what's going on with you? It says they won something. They won money. And she just kept laughing uncontrollably because she had so much conviction that these people had a gambling addiction. <laughs> That's a classic one. Okay. Yeah. And so there's also times where um, we were playing, and hopefully we'll get to watch this movie tonight, um, the new uh, Filipina uh, trans movie about a caretaker called Lingua, Lingua Franca. And we both watched their preview and we both turned to each other that we're both not emotionally ready to watch that. And I just think it's really funny because most teleserias or um, Filipino movies evoke a lot of romance or a lot of sadness and violence. And we both at that same time were like, we can't do this. <laughs> Mom, tell them about the time we um, went to go get Mexican pizza. Mexican pizza. And the line was long. Oh, yeah. The line was long. And... Uh, we're like, oh my God, is this is this how how they're going to miss the Mexican pizza? Are are everyone going to buy a Mexican pizza? And and, and I then, even pressured you to ask them. And then I asked the who's that the lady the employee the employee I asked the employee and and asked and asked her. Uh, so when are you guys going to um uh, stop uh uh what's this? You stop this Mexican pizza, and the lady said, "Oh, I didn't know about it. <laughs> I guess was that I've been I've been working so much. She's, I have yeah. no time, no time to uh, read the news or whatever." She didn't. She didn't want to upset us, but I mean, many outings of us eating food. My mom would try to save money by storing oh, yeah. mm -hmm. by storing water bottles yeah. and um, 
our my brother, her son, uh, <laughs> scolded us for not supporting the local restaurants by not purchasing beverages. But my mom was unapologetic. She even took the Tabasco home. Um, and so we learned how to thrift because, you know, yeah. one of the difficult things about being sick is like getting the money or the compensation mm-hmm. while you're absent. So, mm-hmm. you know, my mom had to pinch pennies, even working in the healthcare industry, she had to pen- pinch pennies because you only got like a half of your check, right? Mom? Yes, because I'm on my what's short term disability. So um, uh, remember when we ate also on one <laughs> of them, is that scramble? Yeah. And then. Uh, I order coffee, yeah, and that <laughs> server gave me a a small cup of. Okay, coffee. my mom didn't order coffee. She ordered a cappuccino, and cappuccinos uh-huh. come small. Uh-huh. But for my mom, I guess in Filipino, cappuccino means coffee, <laughs> yeah. so it it's came like very a, tiny, it's like a, a big, you know, a big cup. So I I asked you, remember I mm-hmm. asked you? Oh, I told you. Oh, next time. We'll just bring our own coffee <laughs> and we'll put it on the thermos. Um, I, and I wouldn't put it past us doing that because, um, you know, that costs money and we're in tough times this pandemic. But yeah, we got to eat outdoors in our patio. We got to um, walk the neighborhood and stuff. Yes. And uh, my mom got to vacuum all my hair. Yes. I shed a lot. Oh, I almost broke her vacuum. She's like... She's like um, uh, was this uh, Mia? <laughs> I'm like the dog. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't realize. And so, my one of my favorite memories is my mom buying this detangler um, brush because yes. when I brush my hair, it does get you know fluffy as I move around. And so, my mom was hell bent on getting a detangler. And now, when I just have conversations with her in the living room, she just is combing my hair. <laughs> And I'm trying to make a point. It's hard to make a serious point with your mom constantly combing your hair. Yes. When you walk around and I see your hair like you look bruja, that's where... It's time. It's time for me to, to use that detangler comb. So, yeah, we had a lot of fun. And I, and me and my mom are both workaholics. So, it's um, if she did not have her gallbladder removed, I don't think we would ever take this pause because... I'm very lucky that my employer allowed me to not only just work remotely because of the pandemic, but to give me the time that I needed to figure out one, where my mom was at the hospital and two, like just to give time during my work day to take care of her. And not everyone has that luxury, especially during pandemic. So thanks work. I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. And my mom really thanks her work too, because they, everything she has ever trained them to do, they were now tested to do on her, especially like IVs. She even told me they were hesitant to give her the IV. Yeah. To start uh, the IV on me. Like they're scared. They're scared because, you know, she's a, that's one of her favorite things and specialties to do. So, um, yeah, I hope, and I'm sure they're going to be so glad to see her and stuff. And, you know, and it was also the spike of the pandemic. So losing her gallbladder and knowing that she was safe at home was very comforting. So she's going back to being a frontliner. It's like, uh, I stay away from virus for what? For almost two months. And then her coworkers tell her, welcome to flu season. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, we're going to have our flu vaccine. Right, right. Oh, my. Um, that's the vicious cycle of working in healthcare. Um, so, this is, so closing up our short conversation, um, how do you plan to take care of yourself? Because mom, like, 
you're fairly healthy besides the whole gallbladder thing and but you are a very busy person in a very high stress level job like so many of our listeners parents Mm -hmm. so how do you plan to take care of yourself moving forward i think i just have to watch my diet maybe exercise more and um no more secrets from everyone especially my my (laughs) daughter and my son yeah it's like uh, I can ask for their help. I don't need to use Uber. <laughs> Every time I think about that Uber, it's like, it's, uh, and then maybe, uh, what else can I say? Would you say that you would enjoy your off days more? Oh, yeah, I enjoy my off days more. I'll spend time with Jean. Yeah. Um. And she said every Tuesday, because I'm off every Tuesday. Actually, I'm working only three three days and a half. Oh no, is that per week? Yeah. It's like I'm working only 40 hours a week. So that should be fine because I have four days off right. in a week. So we, we're going to spend more time, Jean. Yeah, I, and I am committed I to... I need to be sick for you to come over. Right. I think that was the, the thing that I had to learn the hard way as an, a, your adult daughter was like, how much time would I let pass not knowing my mom? Like three months pass and then I see her and then we get agitated or argue and then we go away and then we see each other long periods of time. And then that morning when I woke up and I'm getting phone calls about her missing, I realized like, what was the last thing that I ever said to my mom? You know, so like, I don't want to live like that at all. So, you know, I'm pretty committed to spending Tuesdays here. I enjoy teaching from her home and whatnot and seeing my mom, you know, like, um, and it's nice also to have somebody like, you know, I experience it like when you wake up in the morning, good morning, right? good morning roommate. Yeah. And then, that's and then at night we'll just say, good night roommate. Um, or like, are and you sleeping yet? <laughs> are you going to sleep yet? And then, and then I'm going to force her to sleep because she said she needs to sleep like seven to eight hours. Right. So we, you know, on top of my mom and the gallbladder removal, we have worked this month and a half um, building good habits around blood pressure and whatnot. Yes. It's just a conversation um, me and my peers don't often have, right? We, we get diabetes or blood pressure or heart disease, much, um, much to our surprise in life. And mm-hmm. so... Um, I also was my mom's unofficial patient here at home, and yeah. every day, you know, I try to. We're just, it. we're just like, keep reminding ourselves, uh, you know, just to watch our health. Right. I mean, you know, especially with this pandemic season, pandemic whatever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what you know, seasons forever? It's not, it's not season. It's like you know, of course, we have to. Uh, what's that? What do you call that? I don't know anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying, Mom. Um, so, you know, a lot of our fans um, have always wondered about you and stuff because they feel like our relationship is something that they can relate to with their own um, families. So you represent different groups or communities in the Filipino community. So my first question in a three-parter is, what advice would you give other parents, you know, who are getting older, getting sick, 
overworked? Um, what's some advice you would give them? Uh, I think we just need to stay healthy and um, what? Stay healthy and be safe mm. and maybe I don't know yeah I mean it's um I think for other parents like it's really you know like for my dad you know I don't know what he eats but sometimes you know to overindulge yeah. sometimes I mean it's so great to eat what you want but when we were just going to pick up food from Seafood City maybe, and we see maybe, the amount yeah. of oil that mm -hmm. you know or the amount of fried foods you know like that stuff you know, accumulated can kill somebody. And I that's know. our community's so diet and food. You, what's your diet? I mean, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a tough one because I know that it's, we grew up with these foods, so it's hard to detach from them. But honestly, taking a step back just sometimes in moderation, like, damn. Maybe you read more on the, the nutritional values on what you're buying I mean, right. and what you're eating. Um, so what would, you know, now that you're getting back into the mindset of going to work, what is some advice you would give other nurses having gone through a non-COVID experience in a COVID prepared hospital or urgent care? Oh, we just have to follow, um, whatever we can do. To prevent us from um, uh, being infected with this virus, it's like um, we just be like what do you call that? Um, how do you say that? I know that you've created routines surrounding um, safety precautions. You always yeah. We have to we have to observe. We have to observe all those uh, safety precautions that um, what's this to prevent the acquiring or being infected with this virus right right so um, wear your mask as much as possible all the time right and then um, what's this wash your hands uh, more often and sanitize whatever you know, you, uh, I don't know, the, you Wait, need they, to delete No, no, I mean, I get what you're saying, too, because it's like, uh, you, now that my mom is going back to work, um, she has a little, like, she's turned her shoe rack right near her door. Oh, yeah, into I have all those, uh, a, a yeah. station where she can, um, get rid of her clothes. And I know a lot of nurses are doing that too, but for those who don't know the amount of precautions they have to take in the home, right? And still I'm a level at risk, you know, staying here partially. So, um, yeah, it's for nurses, they, you know, just imagine the ways we have to be saved and in times 10 times a million for nurses, right? Yes. Because of, mm -hmm. because um, we're the one dealing with, with this invisible right. enemy. Yeah, and um, it's a lot. And now you don't know who, who has it right? and who don't. And so you have to treat everyone as though they have it. As, yeah. 
yeah. as they have it. Mm-hmm. And that has a lot, I think that can really impact your uh, psychology because my mom, throughout this one, she's like, oh man, this is our new normal, Jean, this is our new normal. And I sometimes I feel like that's some stress that my mom really places on this like adjustment of hygienic stuff. And so I'm like, mom, okay, we get it. But yeah. there can be hope that we may return to a level of, yes. you know, a little bit more freedom. But until then, um, yes, we do um, have to practice precaution. Yeah, practice precaution, practice precaution. That's where we're supposed to do. So my mom doesn't just keep secrets from her kids. She kept this a secret from her mom, my mm-hmm. Lola. So do you have any advice? Because there are women who can really relate to your age as daughters who keep secrets. So what advice would you give to somebody your age um, keeping secrets from their mother? I think, you know, the beginning is like we're thinking like, oh, we don't like to stress our mom uh-huh. because they have also like, you know, problems. They either had a heart attack mm-hmm. or hypertension. And just by thinking like, oh, my daughter is sick, it's going mm-hmm. to really, you know, like, uh, what do you call that? It's going to be more stressful. So, of course, you, you, you keep it a secret, but later on, you realize, how about if something really happened to you? Right. I mean, it's big time, so you have to really inform everyone, at least your relatives, your, your sibling, or mm-hmm. your, your kids, and your mom, you know, so they will at least give you support, like moral support, emotional, or Prayer. prayers, yeah. you know, that's that's really the one that can help you during you know this time so when you did open up to lola how, how did she take it what, what it was the first thing she said to you uh, she she said that uh when i call her um no i think she already have an idea because she I can tell the difference yeah because i i didn't uh talk to her for at least a week while mm-hmm. i was at the hospital right so and then when I talked to her after I was uh, discharged at the hospital, I was already home. And then she heard me like, she already know that I'm having problem because I was so fast. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, mom, I, I, I'm done. Right, she I, you can know? hear it in your voice. Yeah, um, and I, I'm sleepy now. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then the second I think the following day or the second at uh, the third day when I called her she said that are you okay because you know I've been like you sound like you're sick right so that's the time that I really uh, you know came out, like, came out and then told her about my problem right did you feel better after you did that? oh yeah I did I right. did yeah um yeah, it was, um, and when my mom did that, I realized I do the same thing, you know, I'll have um, some chest pain, I'll be like, and Koi, my husband will tell me, go tell your mom, like, no, it's okay, so um, it has been such an valuable learning experience for me to to see my mom behave the way that she does with the age difference that we have, mm-hmm. and, and it challenges my notions, do I keep doing this, or do I do better you know and so those are difficult conversations to have that we're having now and yeah. I hope that y'all are having it too with your parents because I think our, I learned one of the things I learned is my mom carries a lot um, you know she carries not just 
um, traumatic things, but, you know, just like a lot of pain and like violence and stuff. And so um, she's trying her best at her age um, in her 60 plus years of just trying to live better and stuff. So um, thanks, mom, for having this conversation with me. Um, I hope that all our listeners allow older listeners to listen to what my mom and I are talking about here, um, especially in the time of COVID where elderly are very vulnerable. Yes, we're um, high risk. Super high risk. And, you know, before COVID, post-COVID someday, um, other things take down the elderly besides just COVID. So be mindful that there are more risk mm-hmm. and not to be afraid, but in a way to be more mindful yes. that life is short. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So I'm glad my mom's alive. I hope I can retire soon. I know. <laughs> um, and she got a taste a little bit of what retirement would feel like. But, um, but I, I'm getting bored. <laughs> I know. It's hard to turn off that nurse speed, and I I know that a lot of you may feel that. So um, we're signing off. This is Jean and... This is Jean's mom. (laughs) And this is a Panay podcast that sometimes disappoints its parents. Have a good day. I'm the parent.